Mali Maji, please could you uh, introduce introduce yourself a little bit? The what? Would you introduce yourself a little bit? About, tell us a little bit about your background and what you do. Well, my background is Krishna. You can see him right behind me, and that Vanamali Krishna, and that's my background. That's all I have to say about myself. Okay. <laughs> and um, would you be able to tell us because we want to talk about women's empowerment in this session? So would you yeah. be able to tell us a little bit about? Uh, you're very well read in the Shastra. So, uh, would you be able to tell us a little bit about the view of women from a Vedic Shastra point of view? Yeah, in the, in, in the, during the Vedic times, um, women were very well thought of. There were many uh, women who even took part in debates with the men. The, uh, like, uh, of course, the classic examples are Gargi and Maitreyi. And uh, they used to take part in many uh, debates. On, on very esoteric subjects, on the Upanishads, and so on. So there was, uh, women were very highly thought of in the Vedic times. They had their own role to play, and they, uh, they were, they had no, like, covering their heads or something like, nothing of the sort was there. They were free to move about as they wanted. But of course, they all, they had a certain role to play in society. That, um, that is only natural, because that is good. Women have that greatest role to play in society because they are the ones who are the um, who are the ones who are in charge of bringing up a new generation it's a very 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 important task and that's mm -hmm. what modern women don't realize because in their hands the, the, the hand that rocks a cradle rules the world is the correct thing because uh, uh, to bring up a new generation who knows the 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 value of our culture is the most important thing. That was the greatest thing which the rishis wanted, that this culture should be um, flow with the river of time eternally, really speaking. So the women had a very great role to play in that. So they were happy with that role. But the problem with um, modern uh, age, now, number one, before that, if you want to go back once, once uh, uh, the, the great uh, amount of, um, you know, uh, prob pro problems with the women faced in North India, especially, I'm talking about North India, was after the Muslim invasion. Sorry to disturb you, but would you tell us a little bit more about Vedic times and would you be able to give us any quotations from the Vedic texts about the importance of a woman's role? The Vedic texts, I have to check up. I don't have it at my fingertips. I'm sorry. I have to look at yeah. But, but they were highly revered. Oh, yes, I just told you that. They were, I told you that they were highly revered. And uh, as I said, the Vedic society was uh, in, a, in a very beautiful way. Everybody had their own role to play. Like that is the Jadi system, for instance. That uh, It was the uh, main thing that each one played his role and did not try to jump out of the, that role into some other role because the whole problem happens in society when one is... One is ready to play one's role to perfection, one's own swadharma. And the women have also their own swadharma, which is looking after the house, looking after their children, bringing up a new society. And why the modern, I will, will go to that, the modern women is, are trying to usurp on the swadharma of the male, mm -hmm. which is causing all the trouble, and which is causing not only trouble for others, but for themselves, because they feel inferior. Why should they feel inferior? They're equal. 
I do not say I personally think they're superior, but uh, they are definitely they are, they have equality. All they've always had, but because they want to thrust themselves into a role which nature has not cut out for them, yes. naturally inferior. Yeah, and this is where feminism comes in. Exactly, feminism is yes. trying to take the role of the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What well, all this unisex and that's all rubbish. Because women has the most important role in in uh, in the construction of any society is uh, with the women. Without the women, we'll never. That's what's happening to the new generation. The women know nothing. They're so busy going outside, uh, doing jobs and looking after so many other things except their own homes. Naturally, the home gets broken up, and the children don't have a, someone to tell them what are the correct. Uh, um, what are the you know the Hindu way of life? They, they don't have anybody, so then they naturally they go they also go out and they also start hanging out with other people. And then they all this degenerate degeneration into drugs and smoking and this and that. The whole thing is pivotal on the woman. So how did that happen? How did it move? That, of course, the the, the first. Uh, the suppression of the women in North India came with the Muslim invasion. The Muslims were until then there was no question of the women covering up their heads and looking like uh, Muslim women. These people insisted on not only they insisted, but the fact is that the uh, probably the men of those times were frightened also to to make the women you know because these people have you never know when they might be molested. So then, in the, in the South, it is not so. None of us ever cover our heads. There is no such thing at all. The whole thing in this uh, this uh, depression, this oppression of women, came with the Muslim invasion. So then, then the north of India. Hmm? That, that that suppression was primarily in the north of India. Definitely in the north. You go mm. to the south, you never see anyone covering their heads. We've never had that. In Kerala, for instance, we have equal rights. Every the son and daughter has equal rights to pro to property and to everything else. Mm -hmm. everything, uh, they all it all belongs to both children. There's no such thing as uh, you know. They don't have this sort of um, suppression of the female. So but in, in, Vedic, in Vedic times, did women go to Gurukula for study? No, they did not go to Gurukula. They, they were given education in the houses mm. because the people are, you know the the they would have to mix it have to be a co co-education system and they were very protective of their women they had equal education in the house right they, yeah they had mm -hmm. all proper this thing in the house that's why these women could take part in debates and the husbands also the husbands also were very very respectful towards them and they were in charge, totally in charge of the house. They had no, uh, you know, they, they were never debarred from the usage of the money, even the, because in the West, for instance, the, where the, the suppression of women came was only because totally on an economic, uh, they say, because the man controlled the money. And but, how, yeah, how, yeah. Did, how did the Mughal Empire influence that? In, can you go Influenced by slowly, slowly there was a because the, the attitude of the uh, Muslims towards their women must I I suppose it must have crept into the uh, these people also you know they also start and they started to be overprotective 
over, you know, uh, conscious of the fact that the women should not go out, they should not get educated, they should not have this, and that slowly that idea must have influenced them. Okay. What would you say happened during the British Empire? Did anything affect well, the definitely. British? The British Empire brought, brought its own set of uh, um, yeah, methods of education, which is a wrong education was given. There, the British Empire, because the women in the West suddenly realized, started to stand up for their own rights. The women there also had been suppressed and depressed all through the Much more than in India, I tell you. Much more. Much, in much more. Now, if you just read novels like uh, Jane Austen and so on, you'll see how much they were suppressed. Their only, uh, only uh, uh, necessity for them to live was to get a husband, nothing else. Mm -hmm. And if they didn't get a husband, they lived a very miserable life after that. If you just read the novels as uh, late as uh, Jane Austen and uh, Louisa May Alcott in the States and so on and so forth, you will understand this. So suddenly, all of a sudden, with the Industrial Revolution, the women, I think, started coming into forefront. They, they started rebelling against us. And that rebellion must have been affecting the women here because those ideas uh, permeated into Indian society and the women thought that they were being suppressed and that they are, that they are being uh, treated badly. And it's time for them to stand up for their rights. For what rights? They always had rights. Indian women always had rights. But as I said, during the Muslim period, they probably were suppressed. So then they decided, they also started playing this role of uh, that I'm uh, as good uh, as a male. Of course, you, you're as good. Where is the doubt? Where did this doubt come from? It's some, yeah. some psychological thing which crept in with the, with the conquerors, with these colonials. And what would you say happened to the education system during the British rule? The whole Gurukula system was uh, dis disturbed. That swept off. That was totally swept off. They thought it was just nonsense. And then you know, they started. The, the, the British controlled the whole country only through the education system. Only. And unfortunately, after 60 years of independence, we are still having being taught to worship our conquerors. Yesterday, I was talking to one of the little girls here who come up here for, uh, and I asked her, uh, what do you know about Adi Shankaracharya? She looked blank. I said, what do you know about any of the great leaders in India? She looked blank. So I said, what do you learn in your history? She said, we learn British history and we learn Muslim history. Now, who, which, which country in the world who will teach children the history of their conquerors? Which is the country in the world who will do this? After six years, after 60 years of independence, we're, they're still learning about Muslim conquerors and British uh, colonialists. And, so, and when, when was the time that the, uh, uh, was, it, was it during the British time that women were not allowed to be educated? Even no, in no, the... No, no, I don't think in British times they had that. That British times, they, they started encouraging, I think, that for, for sure. You have to give them the, um, the credit for that. Because for that. their schools, <laughs> they were, mm -hmm. their schools were, did allow, encourage people, women to, coming oh yes slowly slowly but because in the, there was a there was a reluctance on the part of uh, you know uh, parents perhaps to send them to because they were so they were so protected till then but then slowly slowly the british did certainly encourage encourage uh, education but uh, education given to them was to produce a slave like mentality which would make them easier to rule 
which is which is actually to our benefit now with the coronavirus because we are very happy to do as we are told. This we have to mm -hmm. thank the British for. We they made us into a nation of those who agree to everything they said. So now we are happy to agree to that. So in one way it's good, but um, now for instance the the way it has uh, in the United States and uh, and UK. How it, the, this virus is spreading just because they refuse to obey the government. They all started going out to parks and, and yes. fields and things because they just refused to obey orders and now they're suffering for it. Mm. So, so also here in Rishikesh, we, there was an article lately about Westerners going out, disobeying the, uh, the rules. Did you read about that? Yeah, I don't read papers because it just puts me off totally. Yeah. Um, of the time they give wrong information and the other other time they make you depressed so what's the point yeah so what would you say about the the, the you know the modern women's movement now there are a lot of organizations in india such as my own organization for example that are encouraging women's empowerment what does in women's empowerment mean to you see women's empowerment does do not need ex external empowerment Nature has empowered them. Which man can produce a baby? Tell me that. Mm. So nature has empowered them to do the the, the best thing that any uh, that uh, nature wants us to do, which is the pro, uh, uh, regeneration of the species. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying that every woman would just be a baby-making machine and sit down. But what I'm saying is that she has a very great role to play. It is not an easy role to play, to be, to be in charge of the way a new generation will be brought up. Is that, a, is that an ordinary thing? It's a greatest role, even mm -hmm. much more than the teachers. Nowadays, the, teach, the, the teachers are the ones who hold this, play this role because the mother can't, can't fit it in her busy schedule. She's got to go around here and, here and there. She's on 100 committees. She's got a job of her own. So she just doesn't have time for her children. Why bring, I mean, if you bring out a child into the world, it's your duty to see that it is brought up in the correct and possible, in the most correct possible way. So that yeah. is the greatest thing which the woman has. She has such power over whole of society, actually. Why did she forget that? What is the empowerment she want, uh, from outside? I, I admit now, maybe because of the decline of the way the women have been treated, they feel that they're in underdogs and so on. Maybe a bit of boost has to be given to them. But what I mean is a fundamental thing has to be taught to them. Fundamentally, they're strong. They're stronger than men. They can withstand pain much more. They can withstand all sorts of things much more than maybe physically not so strong. But what does it matter? Mentally, they're very strong. Each mm -hmm. one, as I said, is a role. Well, what do you think about the, the way women's empowerment is being understood? I mean, women's empowerment is being understood quite differently now. You know, like go and get a job, become financially independent. Um, See, that is, that, that is okay, depending on the type of society you want. If you do that, you're going to break up this Indian society totally. Not only Indian society, the, the human society, because uh, the basic unit of any society is a family. Mm -hmm. you don't, if you want to make, break up the family, then fine. 
it's okay then don't get married like what they do in uh, in the city in the um, west just live together produce some and, and anyway if you want to produce a, uh, some children let the state take them take it over let the children be taken over the state like the sparta and uh, athens greek mm -hmm. states that's what mm -hmm. they did mm -hmm. family so that's a, that is a, um, what is what the new society is going to be then it's fine but if you want the family to be a basic unit of the society then you have to foster the women to encourage them to make a good family a good and don't tell them that's a menial job they're doing that 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 idea has been given to us like yeah. the british gave the idea to us that their 2000 year old culture was far superior to our 50000 year old uh, culture how did they get give us that idea so mm -hmm. with that now the modern youth is not interested in his own indian culture all he wants to do is get out and go abroad as fast as possible yes yes certainly so 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 that you can the power of suggestion is amazing Mm -hmm. You can test anything to anyone and make them uh, think that is right. So, where, how did this West is best mantra come along? I mean, where did it come? It must have been must oh, definitely with the British, obviously. And now the uh, Americans have taken over that that uh, role from the British. The British are right down now. Mm -hmm. The Americans, everything the Amer America does is the best. Yes. <laughs> so, what you do? It's, it's kind of a brainwashing, which is. Go, has been going on all over the world i think it's, and in india it's a, a shame really it's a pity because we had a society which is a very solid uh, background on which a child could feel protected nourished take uh, and taken good care of these are the things which are important in a society it's not whether he get the best job with a how many digit uh, salary no does this child feel protected secure is he a happy person is he going to have a, a life which is you know uh, is he is he going to spread happiness and joy to others or is he going to prey upon others like any tiger or any sort of animal which is what's happening and all they care for is try to cut the other person's throat even if it happens to be your own father we see that in politics all the time mm -hmm. so what so, sort of society do you want to uh, to get that's the whole question and the women plays a pivotal role in any society so would you say to get a better society women would be better off staying at home looking after the home until until the child is of a, a a certain age let's say an age can go to the schools and if the schools are you know in a done again in a good manner not like education is, is uh, organized in a good manner when we are ta taught our own culture and are the values of this country if that mm. and such a time that woman should stay at home after that let her go and take a job for if she prefers that and what type of what, what age are you thinking well people here get married by their 20s don't they so at least yeah. in my 30s they can uh, yeah, before 40 they can maybe some thing should be made that by by which women can get some job outside or they could maybe work from inside or something like that because unless the woman is in the house let me tell you there was no strong family background will be there take any child who's who's uh, if you have seen you know depressed or in some in a, in a way in some ways uh, they are in a, you know social misfits you will find that they they did not have a good 
family background, they're coming from very poor family backgrounds. So this much the people should understand. But what happens when the husband, like in the, a lot of women that I work with, becomes alcoholic and um, ceases to take his responsibility of bringing uh, finances into the home? What do, the woman is helpless. What does she do? Well, that is a, a, um, it, is, it is not a generalization. It is a aberration. So such yeah. women have, have, naturally they have to take up the job of putting the family together, of course. Mm -hmm. But you see, this often takes the form when women go out to work from a young age, they, be, they develop, I don't know, it seems to me from my, my life in the West, they develop, develop a more yang, a more kind of masculine character, you know, to survive in the world. So the innate kind of feminine is, is, is kind of uh, comes down and the more masculine qualities of the women come up. And that creates, in my, my eyes, a kind of friction in the family. And, um, and this, you know, potentially might lead to divorce or, or, or things like that, you know. See, see don't uh, compare the West with that. The, the West is, has become something like what birds do. What do these birds do? The moment the baby, baby bird is uh, capable of flying, until then they look after them very well. Uh, uh, the moment they... Uh, capable of flying, they throw them out of the nest. They literally throw them out. Mm. They can, you can fly or, or if you fall, that's pity. That's your bad luck. Because mm. you already have an age when you can fly. That's what the West does. The moment they feel the children are able to look after themselves, they throw them out. Yeah, what you you now make, make, make your own way in the world. Mm. Don't depend on us. Mm -hmm. So then what, what, what else can you expect? Naturally, the masculine qualities of the girl has to come out. She has to fend for herself. She has to work for herself. She has to support herself. She can't look, um, turn around and help. Think, uh, hope her family family will support her. No. So that's a to totally a different um, society. Yeah. You have to remember what type of model of, of society you want to follow. What sort of model? As I said, this was taken by the ancient time by the Greeks and the Athenians. Sparta was famous for this. Mm -hmm. In Sparta, they had uh, these schools in which the children were removed from their um, parents at a very young age. And they were brought up there to make, become very strong in martial arts. Because that's all they were interested in, in producing a, 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 a city-state. They called them city-states, mm -hmm. which were able to conquer the world if necessary. Mm -hmm. They were enormous fighters. They were great fighters. And they were all brought up like that. So you have to decide. The, um, the, every country, every society has to decide what sort of society do I want? What do I, what do I want from... First of all, the basic question is, what do I want from life? But how do we, how do we get, so, the, for example, the Indian women, how do we, you know, for example, in a situation where they have to work, how do we uh, retain their innate dharma? How do we re retain the Vedic culture within a modern system where women have to work? Because that depends on education. It all boils down to education. None of us are given any basic uh, uh, education on, on how our culture works. So how do we do that? Because you have to change the education system, obviously. They have mm. to be given a... a, a 
background of how our culture used to work and it was a very very stable society very stable so Everybody who, who is doing that who is doing that i don't know i mean you can try for that the first thing you should try for is to try to change this education system and see that all our ancient uh, values hindu values um, but, the the values it's not going to be changed. People are even afraid when the child reaches a certain age. They say, uh, we have to send the child abroad to get better education. Well, we that's because they, they don't get that education here. Which is the country which will really teach you about your, about your conquerors? It's absurd. What is wrong with it? Which is the country which will name their streets and things after people like uh, uh, Tughlaq and, uh, you know, uh, what, uh, what's that? Uh, Babri. He was the greatest, uh, you know, killer of, of the Hindus. Of the, mm -hmm. He knocked down almost all. And yet, we are happy to keep on under his name. And half the, the name, street names in Delhi are about all our people who have, who have been so cruel to us. What sort of a culture is this? Mm -hmm. We have to change it. Who will, will anybody in German, Ger Germany call a street after Hitler? No. A, a whole, whole uh, town is named after Aurangzeb, mm -hmm. who destroyed 90% uh, of our temples. Aurangabad. Mm -hmm. So yeah. there's something basically mm -hmm. wrong with this culture which worships those who have treated them so badly. So uh, the only way it can be changed is through education. That's why I'm telling you. Why do you think that happened when we had such a struggle? I don't know how it happened. It's a, the cause of history. It happened because these people were, we are so, we are gullible maybe. We are easily, uh, we are easily uh, imposed upon maybe. Is that because of the Parama Dharma of Ahimsa? Maybe so. I don't know. We, we, don't, we don't know how to uh, defend ourselves. That's what I feel. There's something lacking in that. Because we've never had to do that, you see. We've never had to. To the th thousands of years of giving, what should I say, only love and compassion and so on and so forth, that we failed to um, be able to resist this onslaught. And we even were prepared to lick their boots if you go. <laughs> it's just really terrible. And still these people are there. Still there are people who are so keen on only the, the Western approach to anything, anything. And do you think um, uh, Modi might do something regarding the educational system? I think he's doing, but uh, much more. But he's now again so many poor man is so is, you know uh, kind of uh, assault by on on all sides. And now just when we have just about raised our heads about it, now this Corona thing has come. And still, whatever he does, people they don't, they just try to. Um, you know, blame him for things, and it's not easy to 130 crores he should look after and see that all of them get at least they, they don't they, they have they're alive. You see, and then the economic things and this and that. Economy comes afterwards. If only you have life, you can have you need money, isn't it? If you're all mm. dead, what do you need money for? Yeah, <laughs> so they don't realize the first thing he has to do is to protect. And see that his people are kept alive until this crisis is over. Mm, it's on survival mode at the moment. Of course. And even if the economy goes to the dogs, which it will, 
but it, it will do so all over the world, not just in India. Well, what about this uh, idea? Sorry, we're deviating a bit, but it's okay. Um, what about this idea that the the West is going to boycott China and going to, you know, bring its work, uh, you know, all back to, to India? Well, not back to India, to I India. Have, I have no idea. These are all um, vague theories and dreams. I, I don't know. I don't care about all. I'm only interested, whatever we do here, is to build, character building is our role here. Actually, this this uh, ashram tries to bring up our character building and, and for that, an education of the young. And that's why we've got out these books by which we bring out our ancient Puranas and all these things are, which are to be taught to our children because they are ba basic to our culture. How many, how many children do you think you may have influenced Indian children? Because I know you work with a lot of Western <laughs> I doubt many, but... Let's hope we try. We keep trying, you know. And these, they've been uh, over the hills. Many of the schools are following these books, but mm -hmm. I have control over. You know, in cities, we need to bring it out in the cities. Mm -hmm. we, have, we have, we have no such uh, influence over government or anything like that. So, and what do you think about these new kind of ideas of schooling, like the Montessori's and the Rudolf Steiner and? Um, alternative educational systems is that a step above what we have now well i i uh, i think they're a little better than the uh, general you know run of the mill education which children are getting because in in that type of education they they have a, a view to the quality of the individual they don't make try to make a set of uh, level everything everyone down to the same level you know Mm -hmm. uh, it's what they call by putting on that twisting bed or something. Like, even the, the 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 Greek used to torture that you they put them on the I forget the name of the bed. They put him on the bed, and if he his feet were uh, went beyond the bed, they chop off his feet. Oh so, my God! Yeah, but that. he has to fit into the pattern. That's the whole point. Mm -hmm. That's the pattern of education. Now we have to fit into the pattern. If you don't, you go uh, beyond that pattern. You're out. Mm -hmm. No. And in Indian society was never like that. The first hippies were produced in India, who just left home and heart and walked out, depending mm -hmm. solely on God and on their own, uh, on nature. So mm -hmm. the Indian society has never fitted into any, that type of pattern. They were free to go and roam as they like, as we wished. So whereas British education tries to fit them into this, uh, bed, so that they all become exactly leveled. <laughs> so you feel that Indian society, Vedic society, was much more democratic than any other country? Yeah, of course it was. Not only dem democratic, democracy is a hopeless uh, type of rule, you know, according to Aristotle, is the rule of the, um, the, the rabble. It was the worst mm. type of rule, worst rule of the rabble. And that's a, that's a type of uh, rule that we have adopted, all of us, all over the world. I don't know why. So how would you describe in English terms the, uh, the, the type of ruling of uh, Vedic culture, if I can express it like that? They, had they followed the best of the time, aristocracy, yes. Because they had this level, because they worshipped those who had really uh, noble characteristics. Who was the Brahmin? What, what is the description of a Brahmin in, uh, 
in the Gita. He who has highly noble characteristics, who is, who, uh, who, he, who is uh, looked up to by everyone, even the kings would get up uh, from the thrones if a true Brahmin came into the uh, hall. Mm -hmm. so, because what we respected was nobility of character mm -hmm. and spiritual, um, um, you know, uh, spiritual heights. We didn't. Today now we are. We don't have a Brahmin society. We have a Vaishya society who respect mm -hmm. only money. Yes. The, the man who has the greatest respect is the one who has a biggest bank balance. Mm -hmm. ah. yeah. But he says uh, nobody respects any qualities of of the brain or the everything. Not respected anymore. Mm -hmm. And. Um... What about the difference between North and South? I've spent a lot of time living in South India, and obviously you're, you're originally from South India um, in this birth. Um, how would you describe the difference? Because I find South Indian culture to be more uh, in, in line with the traditions of Vedic culture um, than I find North Indian society. Do, do you agree with that? or? Because, I'll tell you the reason, because we were fortunate enough not to get the onslaught of these, uh, uh, you know, conquests. The conquerors first, the poor North Indian poor things, they were battered again and again and again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yes. So that, we had the uh, advantage that we, and that only after some time it was filtered down. Mm -hmm. So exactly, the, 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 the culture is more predominantly upkept over there. In the south, yeah. And do you think the desire to go and live in the West is because it's, it's economically motivated only? Number one, definitely economically motivated. All they want is money. That's why if you only go to the West, you get money. Number two, it's a great uh, credit to anyone to say, oh, I've lived in, I've, but so many people will drop names that they've gone this place and that place. I mean, what does it prove? What are you? I mean, I just want to ask them, but what sort of a character are you? What does it matter if you've been to all the great capitals of every um, country in the world? If you're still the same old rotten <laughs> apple or whatever who left the shores of India. So that is rather a sad thing. Number one is economy. And the next that you think you will get something better. You, you will have more. <laughs> Uh, clout with the Indian public if you say you've been here and there and all sorts of places in the world. That gives them more. Mm -hmm. Then another thing, of course, is that uh, they have this basic feeling that the Indian uh, way of life is not correct. That, that in this, yes. they're right also because this Indian way of life now is a poor, poor imitation of the West. And these yes. people never throw plastics and things out in, in any western city would come here and um, do it without any concern they mm -hmm. will be very careful of keeping any bathroom clean in, in a in a they will come here and you use the public toilets in a very filthy manner how is that what do they think what what or what opinion they have of this of their own country mm. that should be changed that is the only way we can produce a better country by changing that opinion from childhood. That's why I'm saying again and again, I go back to the fact we have to catch them from, from very, very young age itself. That's the only way we can change it, at least the next generation. But 
can do you plan to do anything in that area? We have, we have not only planned, we are doing. I said we all these books are for that. And we have this Adiveda in this thing which is going, we're trying to, we are trying to uh, yeah, get at least a nucleus of a, young, a few young people in every major city so that they can work towards this and try to you know, bring out new types of thinking and thought. Yeah, definitely. Like my, my Ayurveda guru or master, he tried to make a gurukula for Ayurveda. So mm. to teach Ayurveda the traditional way. But and it was a seven-year course where it was a development of character and the uh, uh, kind of um, passing information about Ayurveda as well, wisdom. But yeah. unfortunately, at the end of the seven years, the Central Council for Indian Medicine said, we can't give you a qualification. Oh. So... Uh, because they said it's not equivalent to the five and a half year BAMS that they have created in 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 the universities, and mm. traditionally Ayurveda and and a lot of Vedic sciences like uh, astrology and uh, Vastu were were not taught in educational systems that was so limited, and they said we cannot accept your course because you are not teaching enough modern medicine, you know. Well, that you know, everybody who's who is a pioneer in anything will have a lot of difficulty. But that doesn't mean that you give it up uh, as the moment you get uh, some rebuff from one place. You should not give it up. You should uh, strive again and again and get more people to follow this. Eventually, you, you will definitely get the attention of the government, and they will realize that this, that's the only way to do it. As well as, of course, you can try and. Uh, um, influence the government from other sides also. Okay, but, so sh shall we talk a little bit about Adiveda Gurukul and what we can do with uh, with this project that we're both working with? Well, we <laughs> what, what all I've been saying now, dear, that's the same thing. Number one, education is the Hindu way of life. That's the main and most important thing. Mm -hmm. Education on the Hindu way of life, because that is basic to our culture and that has to be inculcated into every single child in this country if you want to change. It will not change today or tomorrow in our life, not in our lifetime, but it will eventually change if it is brought into the mainstream of education. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, even in, even in London, you may know there's a Sanskrit school which teaches uh, children modern education as well as Sanskrit and I know, I know. Uh, that is, uh, what is it, uh, St. Uh, uh, James. No, not, not Thomas. Um, uh, I think it's St. James. St. Huh? James. St. James. St. James. James. Exactly. James, exactly. I know that. I've met some uh, um, a girl who had had education and she was highly, she said she was so impressed. So, I, in fact, many foreigners are taking up Sanskrit and so on. Here it's only in India that we can't even put a Sanskrit name to any of our things. Even Indonesia, a uh, uh, Muslim country, has put Garuda as the name of the airlines. If we did that here, we will be throttled. <laughs> yes. yes. But um, just just going back to the the uh, colonization. I mean, before before colonization from the Mughal Empire and then subsequently by the British Empire. Um, we were all, uh, Pakistan, Bangladesh, India, was all one Bharat, one India. And we were, as far as I'm aware, we were all living happily side by side without any, um, con uh, you know, conflict. Is yeah. that correct in your, in your well, view? 
Yeah, I mean, there was there were little bit skirmishes when you know petty kings of small little states and so on and try to uh, find, petty skirmishes will, will be there, but it was all an internal affair. We never went out of our listing to try and try and uh, you know uh, gain more territory outside our own. Whatever, in fact, our own territory was taken off by by uh, so many people. Afghanistan was part of a part of India. All of not even up uh, to Cambodia it was part of India. Yeah, even up so, to Iran. Iran. So, yeah. So so then we we did. There was not except for these internal skirmishes. I don't, as the country was going on, it was the most um, um, economically independent country in the world when the British came. Mm-hmm. Ah, we had so much of they they plundered the whole thing. They took the the amount of stuff they and England at that time was terribly terribly impoverished. You know the the just go back and see the what type of life the English lived at the time when they started uh, raiding our country. Just mm-hmm. just uh, try to weigh the how we lived and how they lived. Mm-hmm. They lived in miserable conditions. Mm-hmm. And here everybody had a certain amount of. Uh, Fairly comfortable life, but not because our, our aspiration was not for such com- physical comfort. Our aspirations, our goals of life, were always for for some spiritual height. Mm-hmm. Never before uh, that has deteriorated so badly. I don't know. It's so sad. So, is it? Um, do you feel more inclined to educate the Indians of this country? Rather than the Westerners who come to Rishikesh's yoga capital, I'm, I'm least interested in educating the Westerners. They're not my problem. My problem is my country, my people, and the youth of this country. Right. Why should I bother about the Westerners? I mean, I'm happy to if they come here and they're thirsty for anyone who's thirsty for knowledge. I'm happy to give it to them, but certainly that's not my uh, because anyway I don't charge anyone. And those people are hanging out only for Westerners is because they want to charge money. Yes. So as far as I'm concerned, that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And are your books written in Hindi also? What? Are your books written? Yes, yes, they've been translated. Yeah, they've been translated. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we'll we'll get some more information about that, and we'll, we'll spread the word. Um, is there? Anything else you could say to an organization like mine about, I mean, I know you're going to go back to education um, because the women I work with, I give them work at home so they can, some of them can't physically leave the household, so I give them work at home. But the, I, you know, the moment they, I'm in the field of Ayurveda, as you know, the moment they get sick, they run to the doctor. You know, they won't, like their grandmother, they won't go to the kitchen and take some spice or herb or anything. And yeah, then- number one, I think it's an excellent idea to give women uh, things which they can do at home. That's yeah. a beautiful idea because they can combine both the management of the house as well as get some money for themselves. That is one of the best things, really speaking, very satisfying for any woman. Now, mm-hmm. about to the, the that has a, it's a kind of a universal. Uh, um, pandemic, I should say, in in, in in all our villages. Yeah, you can tell them a hundred times. Go to yeah. some Ayurveda, go to the uh, homeo. No, no, no. The next moment they will take that child when they have t- when they, it sneezes twice to the nearest quack uh, allopathic doctor. Yes, and have them injected with some glucose or something. Yeah, exactly. Or give them some, uh, you know, 
pass what they call placebos or something like that, which yeah charge them the earth for that. Yes. So yeah. this is something you I mean a person like you can definitely try for that. Try for this. Make them understand that our traditional methods of or and all these alternative medicine methods are hundred times better than any of the the uh, allopathic uh, methods because and tell them this is another thing we have to educate our children on the way that how Charak and our great uh, uh, Shushrut all these people have the great names in Indian medicine far yes. far more advanced than the West. Yes. The West didn't know anything about it. Surgery, yes. plastic surgery was uh, started in India long before the West even thought of it. Only after the First World War they, they even thought of plastic surgery. We were already uh, practicing something called rhinoplasty, which was yes, the yes, uh, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, so yes. our, our uh, med medical system was far in advance of the West. Only mm. after, after they came, somehow they were totally subjugated. Somehow, see, because we had to fight for our very survival, as it were, survival not only physical survival but the survival of our culture. So that yeah. definitely depleted our. Uh, creative ability, I think. Yeah. Mm. Because I'm actually shocked at the number of Indian women that I deal with who don't know the grandmother's recipes for simple, you know, ailments. You know, it's all being looked down upon. It's a kind of uh, uh, indoctrination that anything Indian, anything Hindu is bad. Mm. So now yeah. you have to, you, it's one of the things you can definitely start doing. To teach yeah. them that Ayurveda, homeopathy, or any of our other, so many other things we have, naturopathy, ask them to naturopathy, of course, they will never do it because nobody likes to fast. So, mm. uh, Ayurveda is very well suited to most of these people, but it takes time, that is all. But even then, you should try to educate them on that. This is a very good point for you. Yes. Educate them on how to look after their health. Mm -hmm. And yeah. what to their health fails. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, no. which we started doing. Some of the women have been, I mean, converted, so to speak. They, they, they've seen the positive effects of Ayurveda. But, and, um, that you should do. That's a very worthy project for you. Mm. Really. Yeah. Okay. So, um, is there anything else you'd like to say before we conclude this? Uh, not at all. I think thank you for having uh, had this. And, uh, well, no, no, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy for... that you are people like you are around who will be, you know, trying to um, give a self respect to the Indian women, which they seem to have lost during the uh, few ages, I should say, They're not the recent ages. That mm. respect should be given back to them. That's yeah. A very worthy project. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Ma, for your support. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye.